0: I made a decision a long time ago. I'm like, if I want to go fast, go alone. If I want to go far, go together. And so, I, like, I kept capping, I kept ca- hitting a limit, and I was like, look, I got to learn how to play with others, uh, or I, I, or I just need to accept that I'm never, I'm never going to grow beyond a certain point. And so for me, it was a very clear choice.
1: You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with me, Jason Hunt. The mission with this show is to discuss all things marketing, sales, and mindset. It's my hope for entrepreneurs like you to get the most from your efforts so that you can focus on what you do best. Let's go. Hey y'all, this is episode 121 of the Merged Marketing Podcast, and today we're talking about high-ticket sales, and we're going to give you some tidbits and secrets that can help you close more high-ticket deals. My guest on today's episode is Chris Badden. Chris is the CEO and co-founder of FlowChat and has a unique way of acquiring new customers. His organic tools and strategies have led to boosting his company and others to over $100,000 a month in revenue. When Chris isn't building businesses, he's building a lifelong marriage, world-impacting family, and he's also competed on American Ninja Warrior. We'll ask Chris about that in today's episode. But if you are a business owner that sells a high-ticket item, you are definitely going to want to check out this episode as Chris drops some absolute value bombs when it comes to closing those high-ticket deals. And it's kind of a game changer. I mean, even for myself, he gives some really good value in terms of understanding the mindset of that high ticket customer. And it might reframe the way you approach that next pitch to that high ticket lead. Without further ado, let's kick it to my chat with Chris Badden you are listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast. This is episode 121. And uh, here with me today is Chris. And Chris is the founder, co-founder and CEO of FlowChat, a SaaS company that has a unique way of acquiring new customers. Um, We're going to get into it with Chris today. But more importantly, we want to talk about high ticket sales and some of the sales processes that that Chris deploys in his own agency and maybe give you some tips and tricks on what you can be doing in your company as well. Chris, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here.
1: Awesome. First and foremost, I got to ask, because I know some people in our audience may have this question, and that is, what is American Ninja Warrior?
0: (laughs) American Ninja Warrior is a TV show. Uh, It's now on NBC. They picked it up years ago. Um, I think they're in like season 12 or 13 or something now. Uh, But it started in Japan as Ninja Warrior. Mm. And they... Yeah, So all these obstacles that you're climbing through and working through. It's not like... The other show that's like slapstick where they like wiped out. That's the name of the show. Wipe where, out. Yeah. Yeah. Where they like get knocked off. And it's like, like the Ninja, like Ninja warrior and American Ninja warrior are all these likes. They're stunt uh, doubles that you've seen in movies and they do all these crazy obstacles. And so I competed in season uh, three, four and six. So it's, it's been a little bit since then I've been got married and have three kids now under the age of six and <laughs> building businesses and, Uh, went that direction but it was it was an awesome experience met some ninjas are interesting people (laughs) i guess that's me because i was a ninja at some point but uh a really really fun time to go play on the obstacles
1: so did you there was no none of that audio dub stuff like they used to have and wipe out going on that that stuff was great i loved it um but uh is it kind of like frogger like what they have You know, I, I don't know that I've seen Frogger, um, but it
0: it basically there's, there's a set of, you know, five plus obstacles that take place on different courses and you're, you're doing it for speed. Uh, the person with the best, the best time wins, you qualify and you go through all these different things and eventually end up on stage four Mount Midoriama, where you got to climb a 75 foot rope in under 30 seconds, which is absolutely insane. How did you do? Well, I did, there's only, uh, I didn't climb Mount Midoriyama, uh, in the competition, uh, as I came back in later seasons as a tester and I did climb the 75 foot rope. And if you, have you ever climbed rope, Jay?
1: I have not 75 feet tall though.
0: It's, it's, it was a two inch thick rope. So it was a thicker rope. Mm. Um, it actually, it was a crazy story for me because uh, like I did, I've never, I've climbed maybe like 20 foot rope before I've never climbed that. And so they put the harness on, people are showing me how to wrap my leg and use my legs like CrossFit style to go up the rope. Well, that rope was really coarse and it actually ripped my whole left leg open. Mm. It ended up getting a f- infected. My, my ankle disappeared. I now bleeding and all the stuff going, I still made it. I was one of two people that still made it to the top.
1: Nice. <laughs> and you still have your ankle.
0: I d- fortunately I do. Like I went, I, I, um, <laughs> the medic wrapped me up and then I went back and did more obstacles. Probably not the best idea because it, it did end up getting infected. And then I got a shot in my butt and, uh, <laughs> and then fortunately like it, I started to recover, but apparently, the doctor told me I was really close to losing my leg. And oh I was like, God. Oh, well turns out it's not a good idea to just muscle through everything. <laughs>
1: That's, anyway. that's hilarious. That's amazing. Uh, and that's awesome. Well, you're definitely the first American Ninja Warrior that's been on the Merge Marketing Podcast. So welcome. There you go. Cool. Um, let's switch gears and talk yeah. about how Chris became the co-founder and CEO of FlowChat.
0: Oh, yeah. Just over a decade of really easy, commission-only, build-entrepreneurial journey work. I mean, it's a piece of cake, Jay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've been employing myself and others for the last ten years of my life, and I've I've learned a ton in the process. I've gone through numerous ups and downs, and um, I'm it, in that process. I've I've carried you know the model that I have in my marriage, my family. My my wife stayed at home, and she still does, and we have three kids. So it's like that financial pressure is is one of my good friends now. Uh, we hang out every single day. <laughs> And now I'm just not commissioned only for there, but also like my team and partners, and and um, I made a decision a long time ago. I'm like, if I want to go fast, go alone. If I want to go far, go together. And so, I, like, I kept capping, I kept ca- hitting a limit, and I was like, look, I got to learn how to play with others, uh, or I, I or I just need to accept that I'm never I'm never going to grow beyond a certain point. And so for me, it was a very clear choice, and I I chose to just emotional intelligence. What is that phrase? Like I heard that in 2014 and I just started reading at least a book or more every single month and have continued that since 2014. And, um, you know, just, just how to grow, you know, my character and as a, as a person and how to work with others, how to serve the market that I was in, in a much higher level. And it, it led me to accidentally building and eventually selling my first software company. And I was just solving, I was minding my own business, Jay. <laughs> I was just trying to solve all these problems. I was like, ah, oh, like the, the, and I know any entrepreneur listening to this can relate, right? That pressure builds. And you're like, I, I'm staying up till three, four in the morning, trying to catch up. I am like, I can't check the, this is killing me. Like my heart started doing stuff. I had to get blood work. I had like these ulcers on my tongue. It, hurt, it was uncomfortable to eat and drink. And my body started falling apart. And if you would ask me, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) Chris, you're pretty stressed. Nah, I'm, I'm okay.
1: Yep. Um, but, (laughs) um,
0: um, yeah, I'm just used to pressure, I I guess, but my body was telling me otherwise. And so I chose, I chose to listen. I chose to adapt. I started building systems and, and I'm not a, I'm a visionary guy. I'm not like a ops guy, um, by default, but I, I started learning and surrounding myself with more of those, uh, people, people that have that skill set changed my life. You know, stress stress went down. We did we did 100,000 in sales our first month. We did a quarter million or uh, sorry, first hour quarter million our first month and then ten, um we passed a million mark 10 months in. And I was like, "Whoa, okay, this is starting to work now." And for us for me that was a big deal at the time. Um 22 months in, I realized was like, "Oh, well, I guess we built all these systems and got all these licenses together. So we have a software, we're a software company and we ended up exiting to a competitor. And as we got further away from it, we're like, Oh, we didn't understand multiples. We just gave that company away. <laughs> Duh. Like that was a really expensive tuition fee. Um, so, but that, I mean, that's the, that's the, pro- I didn't know that's the process. Like I just started out as a commission only B2B sales guy didn't know anything about sales or the industry I was in, but that's how I came into commerce. And I've, you know, been through this journey of just, I keep reaching out, I keep talking to people like, and, and, and you know, how, listen, these three things have been key for me. Number one, listen, listen first, practice empathy and creatively solve problems. And that, you know, I'm not like a default personality sales guy, um, you know, according to all the assessments and stuff, but those three skills and principles have helped me, uh, excel at least enough, you know, in, in sales and build, build companies and that every company I've built has done at least seven figures or more per year in sales. And so that's kind of the range that I've been in, but obviously with this new one that we're starting now, I'm starting to like, oh, I'm 10 years in, I'm starting to understand this picture a little bit more. And it's, it's by far. Uh, the the biggest project tenfold uh, or at least within by the end of 2023 uh, that I'll have ever been a part of our, our team is too talented we're growing too quickly and and we're serving people at at too high of a level to to not keep growing so it's it's been a uh, the success and the failures have all been humbling
1: <laughs> so would you attribute you know the success more to the education books that you've read or through the experiences of growing these multiple companies and selling them and do the mistakes through that process?
0: Yes. <laughs> Chris, that's not what I asked. <laughs> I, I, I would put more of an emphasis on experience if like, and, but that's been because that's my experience. I, I was three years into sales, figuring out how to survive. Like my first, my first, my second month, Jay, in commission only sales, I'm working seventy plus hours a week the whole the, the whole month, and I made eight hundred bucks for the entire month. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> and I watched over forty people come and go, and and like, I get I get why they left. I hated it too, but um, I'm like, that thing, that switch in me flipped. I'm like, I hate this, but I don't like quit. Doesn't run in my blood. I'm not leaving till I win. And winning looks like I understand this process. I leave on my own terms, not because I'm hungry. And so, um, yeah, I stayed. And eight months later, I started learning sales, how to manage a pipeline. My first year, I made 26 grand on my tax return and change. I'm a round down guy. And then, um, you know, my second year is 44K and change. By my third year, I was walking into my condo at the time. And it was 27 and I opened up the tax return. I stopped. I looked at the tax return. I was like, oh my gosh, it's $107,000 in change. Mm. I did it. That was my goal is to hit a hundred grand. And, and that hundred grand was by far like the hardest six figure <laughs> mark that, you know, even harder than some of the like greater quote unquote accolades that have been accomplished. Um, the first thought was like, holy crap, it happened. The second immediate thought was, why the hell did I pick a hundred grand? If you just make up a number and then go hit the target, like why didn't I pick a quarter million? Why didn't I pick? So I started to realize that, that, you know, accomplishing bigger numbers isn't necessarily harder. I was already working really hard. It's, it's just different thinking. People are leveraging systems and they're in certain markets and they have. And so it completely sent me down this entrepreneurial path that, um, I'm still find myself on
1: (laughs) amazing. That's awesome. I I love the story. I love the journey. Um, but let's go down to the nuts and bolts on what we want to talk about in this episode. And that's selling high ticket, right? And, and it's, uh, you know, it's a challenging sale. A lot of people have difficulty wrapping their heads around it, how to allocate enough marketing budget to get that ROI on selling high ticket. It's a mystery for a lot of people. So first and foremost, let's just talk about some of the challenges that people that you see, People are having with selling high ticket
0: they're scared they're scared mm-hmm. um uh, it, and and that's you know we, we've run we've been a part of master i've given hundreds of thousands of masterminds i've uh to be a part of uh, you know I've, we we run our own um and so i'm i'm just sharing my experience of other entrepreneurs that i've surrounded myself with and then have paid us to, you know to go go through the process and uh, like The main thing is, is typically fear to one, to one level or another. And the, I, this is one thing that I share with somebody. I'm hoping most of your, you know, listeners at this point probably have already gone through this process. If you're selling a $5,000 per month thing, you know what, one of the best hacks you can do to start selling, like increase your conviction and sell like crazy your $5,000 per month offering is go buy one first go experience what it's really like what it's really like the mental the emotional the onboarding process the delivery what it's like 3 months after and you're still paying for that service if you have not experienced that and yet you're trying to sell one you're ju- you're cutting yourself short that if you're 3 months in you're 6 months in that that 15 that $30,000 that you end up spending over that period of time will train you and teach you so much when you go look somebody in the eye and you're saying hey Thank you for trusting me with your hard-earned dollar five k a month, and you take it just as serious as they do. You're gonna you're gonna sell more because people are gonna trust you more, um, because your your ethos, your non-verbals, will come through at a much higher level. And number two, um, y- you're you're gonna have a different appreciation for your client that you're working with. Now, the great thing about high ticket is it's this magical land, Jay. It's the magical land where people end up paying you more money and then they ask less of you. It's the weirdest thing. If people haven't gone, if any, so this is like specifically for people that haven't gone through this process yet. And you're like, okay, like, I don't want to charge enough. I don't want to charge too much yet because I just don't have, I don't have the confidence that I can really serve them. Then I have, let me, I'll come back to like how you overcome that. But if you're in, in that zone, you're, you, what you're going to be doing is is serving clients that aren't ideal and they suck the soul from your carcass and make you hate the very thing and passion that you found yourself loving at one point. And you're like doubting yourself and then you're just like, I'll just go back to what I was doing. You, you deal with all this BS in your head. It's a nightmare because you're taking on all your stuff and all of their stuff. Like mentally, emotionally, it's, it, it wrecks a lot of entrepreneurs.
1: The happiest clients are the clients that are paying the most. It's
0: the <laughs> way, it's so bizarre, but once you get it, you're like, I'm high ticket all day, mm. right? Not just because it's more profitable. It's because you're able to serve your clients at a, I'll say at a much higher level, mm. but it's actually at the level that you, you, you truly are inspired and, and want to serve them at
1: real quick guys are you an entrepreneur a small business owner a marketing director that's wearing way too many hats you find yourself doing too many different types of jobs within the business and allocating your attention everywhere there's a good chance if you're doing this you're a jack of all trades master of none this is exactly why merged media exists. We're your one-stop digital shop, your outsourced CMO. We take care of all of those digital marketing tasks all under one roof including Google Ads, search engine optimization, social media marketing, and website optimization. We're all collaborating together under one roof at Merged Media, and if you think there might be a good fit for us to work with you, I want you to go on over to merged.ca and book your discovery call today. That's m e r g e d.ca.
0: And so how do you do this? How do you do this? Well, here's, here's one. St- I want to keep making sure I give you simple, not you, but everyone listening, simple action items that you can take from listening to this. Now, the f- number, if you're scared and you're not sure, go do it for free. Just one person for free. And you're, you're yes. Get them the result. And if you don't get the result fast enough, then do, do it again and, and do it in half the time. Because the, the faster you can get the person result, the more valuable what you're giving is. For example, if I, if someone's paying for a marketing service to book 20 calls a month and, and if they, from the time they pay 30 days later, you get everything built and the campaign built and blah, blah, blah. And then it turns on and then you start getting 20 calls. But what if I told you, Jay, right now, you're going to hit subscribe for my service. And within the next 48 hours, you're going to have 20 calls in your calendar. Whoa. It's just the fact, the closer you can bring the result to the time of purchase, it's a good question or filter to, to go through. Um, and when you're serving somebody for free, you're working on solving that problem. When when you solve it right, your confidence, your convictions going mm-hmm. to skyrocket. You're going to have clarity when you talk to someone. You're say, no, 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 this is what we do, and this is what you can expect in this amount of time. People are like, damn, like I can't wait to do this. And then they're going to experience. They'll be like, this was awesome. Hey you know, Brittany, Jeff, Kyle, Hey, and then they start talking to, you know, about you to others. Now you've, you're, you're getting, if people talk about, co- you know, cost to acquire and, and LTV lifetime value, well, you're going to have cost to acquire one customer. But when that one customer brings you three more, you, you're actually, you got to divide it by four now. Right. So if you're paying a thousand bucks, but it brings you four people, that's $250 to acquire a high ticket quality. So it's just having these processes, right? Then it gets into a little bit more of the weeds and the how of how do you start executing on some of this. But hopefully everyone hears if you're, if you're scared or timid, then go do it for free and get the result. And you're really doing it for you to prove yourself that you are worthy, that you can do it right? So tip one is go spend the money and go experience it yourself. So you know how to create it for others. And number two would be go do it for free for somebody else to build your own confidence. And then you'll get to this place where, where you're like, Ooh, here are the deliverables that equal greater value than what I'm charging. This is a no brainer deal. And you'll sell like crazy.
1: Price is only an issue in the absence of value, right? There we go. Yeah, yeah. That, You got to serve people. I love it. I love that going out there and testing the waters yourself before putting your own price tag on it when it's high ticket. Um, That's brilliant. I love it. Um, Now in terms of just talking about some of those industries in in 2022, I mean, you know, obviously 2021 and 2020 have been you know kind of tricky years for a lot of different industries. A lot of uh, business owners out there needed to pivot their businesses and uh, go to where they saw opportunities. In 2022, where do you see Opportunities for high ticket. Are there certain industries that you see crushing it right now?
0: Uh, you know, on my side, um, I, I just because some other other friends and family members, you know, this the supplement industry seems to be doing well. <laughs> you know, throughout this, um, and I have some friends that are, are manufacturers and everything. Uh, for for me, you know, I'm in SaaS uh, to stay complete integrity. I'm really pro SaaS. That's why I'm doing it personally. <laughs> Um, software as a service, S A S, uh, just, I'm assuming everyone knows, but just, just, you know, acronyms can get kind of funny sometimes. So uh, software. Um, I like it because, um, there is, there is a further push to be more virtual. Um, and so, you know, speaking this, this tech language, using tech, tech stack is a part, has always been a part of a business. It's a huge industry, but there's also really, really good multiples Um, in terms of value, another word on the company, in other words, if you have a, if you have an agency, this is important. If you have an agency, not all agencies, most agencies, um, that, that does a million dollars a year in sales, what is the multi, who, what's the multiple of that company? In other words, what will somebody pay to acquire or buy that business? Is it two? Is it three? Is it a four multiple in software? You can get a 10 to 20 times. Forty times plus multiple. So, so the stock value of the company that you're building, um, you know, me studying that—that's why I decided to get back into it. You know, after accidentally kind of doing the first one, I'm like, "Look, because we we were a sales agency at one point, and and if I, if I sell to somebody else, and it's not me and my partner, uh, Sean Malone, shout out to him, he's friggin' awesome. <laughs> We've been kicking butt together for a while, and his wife Melissa. But uh, all that being said. Um, if we were ever to exit that agency, I mean, maybe a one time, maybe a two time multiple, but when we flipped our service into SaaS, instant, instant, massive increase in a multiple. So I'm, I'm and that market continues to hold steady for the next at least 10 plus years seems to be a really stable industry. So, um, i'm that those are my thoughts
1: (laughs) let's talk about that flip to SaaS, right like you saw that opportunity with the multiple and you flipped it to SaaS. now for yourself because you're a visionary guy you're not the guy in the ops side of it Uh, is sean your business partner more of an ops guy he he is more of an
0: ops than me yes
1: okay so to make he's also really good at sales too
0: so (laughs) that's yeah
1: okay so to make that switch and that leap to SaaS. um you walk down kind of the coles notes of of what that took in order to hire that team to get that saas product free yeah. chat off the ground tell me a bit about that
0: yes okay um earlier we were talking about serving people for free right here's what i did we uh, my my partner and i we met with 40 businesses specifically in the area of sales cuz he's been selling for 20 plus years he's sold over 100 million dollars of all kinds of stuff in different industries And, you know, for me, it's been, it's been 10 years. And so all this being said, we're like, all right, we we've built skills and we've stacked skills within this particular area of sales. How, how do we leverage that skill to serve other people? We interview 40 businesses that we write down everything they say, sell nothing, ask everything market research. Here's what they say. We identify two things. We start serving them as an agency done for you get the result, right? Um, we, we met with, there's a media agency. They had done zero sales, zero sales in over three months. They're over six figures in debt. They're in a lot of pain. We meet one time. We implement a couple changes. We're just serving for free week and a half later. We get a call. I just, in the last week and a half, I just wrote over 75 grand in business. How do I hire you guys? Oh, okay. Well, so we, we talked through that. We started doing done for you. This is important. There's three steps to this. We did done for you then we did a mastermind group model and done with you. And we productize ourselves now in FlowChat, which is our software, which is do it yourself. And, and if you, you know, have higher memberships, you'll get some of that done with you still. Now, all this being said, if you're a service and you're an agency, find that one process, that one part of how you're serving somebody that you can turn into a utility. FlowChat helps books calls and manages DMs all in one place on from any social platform. It's the thing that drives revenue. When you have that, when you ha- you're using FlowChat and it's driving revenue, it's driving calls and it's driving X amount of revenue per month. Are you going to s- turn off that subscription? Probably not. It's going to be really expensive to turn it off. It becomes a utility, it becomes that thing, the one bill that you love because it makes you more money than you pay. And so how do you turn everyone listening as a service based in, you know, agency, how do you, how do you find one system or one utility that you can turn into software to for, you know, solve essentially the same problem for your clients?
1: That's awesome. That's amazing. And, uh, and that, that, right. So you, right now you have FlowChat, which is the utility. Do you still have the Dumb for you and Dumb with you agencies as well?
0: Uh, the, the agency still exists. It's just kind of morphed now. It's like flow chat is like just skyrocketing right mm-hmm. and so we're taking some of those methodologies things that we're doing and morphing it into memberships so it's now SaaS, and so we do have some done with you there's not any done for you uh, anymore uh well someone would really have to track us down and really throw a lot of money our way to like I, everyone has a price so i would you know i guess but um it currently it's not on our pricing page right
1: <laughs> got it got it no definitely and so uh, f- for you, Chris, I know uh, you know a lot of people might have questions for you out there or want to understand FlowChat and what it's all about. What's the best way for them to get in touch? Uh,
0: the, the best way is just send me a DM on on Facebook. Um, yeah, just reach out and um, you know Chris at FlowChat.com. If someone likes email, that's easier. Uh, and then free re- free resources: our YouTube channel, and then we have a free Facebook group. Uh, it's just the Sales ascenders or sorry, the FlowChat uh, official community. Sales is our former agency. Uh, flow chat official community it's a free facebook group uh, we uh, sean's actually doing a high ticket tune-up he does like three of those uh, a week and so just objections and different questions that come up and it's it's just real things that are happening on the front lines in the marketplace today how do we solve those and move the needle forward type content so it's how it's like free short trainings
1: you guys can go and check those out in the show notes for episode 121 and uh, we end every episode, Chris, with the same question. That question is this. If you could choose one person, dead or alive, to represent Flow Chat, who would it be and why?
0: Um, that's a good one. I haven't got that one before. To represent Flow Chat. Um,
1: oh, that's such... you a- <laughs> the Jeopardy music.
0: Where, Yeah, where's the elevator music? cute <laughs> <laughs> <Q-do, laughs> do, 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 do. I, I, I mean... I, the, the, I feel like the, the first one that comes to mind but I didn't want to share it right away is like it's our, the co-founders it's Bruno it's Sean it's myself uh, to, to represent FlowChat because like it's it's like our baby and the thing that we're we're doing I mean that we're, we're betting on ourselves so I, it's like hard for me to think of like someone else that we'd bet on at this point.
1: It is a tricky one, right? Especially when you pump your heart and soul into your brand, right? Like who can you picture to do a better job than you? I remember back in the day, uh, I've never told this story before here, but back in the day my, uh, my original social media agency, Fresh Crowd, Came this close to getting Josh Donaldson as a brand ambassador, who is now uh, plays for the Twins. At the time, he played for the Blue Jays. And uh, we're so close to giving him equity in the company, this and that, just to be the brand ambassador. But at the end of the day, no one's going to pump that passion and love into it the way that you can right and and i think that's uh, that's huge so in hindsight it actually worked out that josh didn't become a partner and because he did get traded to uh atlanta soon after that so we'd have to open up an office in atlanta and then minnesota and we ain't about that so there you go
0: <laughs> it all works out it all works out
1: <laughs> awesome chris thanks so much for joining us today appreciate your time and we'll be talking to you again soon thanks jay Thanks for listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast. I truly appreciate it and would love it if you went over to your podcast platform and gave us a subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, if you think the Merged Marketing Podcast is a good fit for somebody else, like your business partner or your spouse, just go on over and give this episode a share. I'd love it if you would share the wealth of knowledge and value that I'm bringing to you and share it to other people. That would be amazing. Again, thank you so much for listening. Don't set up for good. Be great. We'll see you soon.